Good day, trendsetters. Welcome to episode 556 of the Train Smooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, and let's hope you do, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or just simply send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Now, it's a good time to be alive. The Tour de France has just started. We got the prologue last night We've in the rain and a bit of a surprise uh, um, finish. And now um, the, the, we've got so over the next three weeks, no one's getting a lot of sleep. Well, I'm not, not, I'm not, definitely not anyway. Just love this time of the year. And also, we've got Challenge Roth this weekend with Jan Verdino and Patrick Langer and a few, a few of the other big hitters racing. But the most important one to me, the one that I'm following the most, um, is Cam Brown. He's 50 years old, he's you know the oldest pro on the circuit, and he's going to see how fast he, a 50 year old man can race it's, it's going to be a good good event I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it and following it um okay newcastle knights won uh, over the weekend that's you know we've had a horrible horrible season it's god they've, they've taken 10 years off my life for each game uh, even though we beat last place titans i'm still taking it as like we're just you know on our way back way back up to the top <laughs> Uh, today's question, we'll jump into that because you guys aren't interested in nights. Um, today's question comes from Jonathan, who he just wrote, he, he made a comment early up that he's been listening to episode 1 to 200, which is just baffling to me why, um, how anyone could listen to me that much. Yeah, but, um, it's, it's, I reckon I'd cringe if I went back and listened to myself talk for, in all those older episodes. Um, I'd probably... I think I've listened to two episodes in total that I've recorded myself, and there were two that I had to go back because there was um, um, there was a mistake on one, and there were, I forget what the other reason was on the on another one, like over well over a year or two ago. But I, but having said that, I would imagine my answers would probably change on a few of the questions asked in the earlier days, because as you um, as I progress and I learn more naturally on um, my thought patterns would change with some some questions but anyway uh, thanks very much for tuning in I, I do appreciate it so he's wondering where am i up to i'm wondering where i should focus my efforts now given my fitness level i've i have a base but i believe it isn't big enough for a 70.3 background i have been off off and on for exercises for years and i have and i did a sprint triathlon last year and did it fine but was gassed i finally got a garmin and started tracking performance i realized that i wasn't getting any better because i wasn't training just doing unscheduled random exercises I have been using the watch for probably six months and started back from square one, slowly building up. However, I do believe—I do not believe—I took a good three months of base building in zone two, or what you call moderate zones, uh, and usually run in zone four. I have only been using the watch for, um, to and slowly. To, I've been using the watch to slow slowly build, as it tells you the aerobic and anaerobic training efforts, uh, and not the training program. I know not the smartest. 
Now I train daily and I ride 30 to 40 miles on the weekends and then on Mondays have worked up to seven mile runs with a 10 minute mile time oh average pace according to my watch my vo2 max isn't increasing and it really is low for someone who seems to be in decent shape when i try and go harder on the weekends i feel it and feel as though i won't be able to make the 70.3 the run will kill me my heart rate is still higher than i believe it should be but i can tell it is getting better my resting heart rate is about five to eight beats is lower by five to eight beats my i have 14 weeks and 14 weeks until the 70.3 should i focus on moderate heart rate exercise for a couple of months or keep the current level slowly increasing if the former if the former how many minutes days times isn't too big of a factor for me should i be doing should easy for me to read uh should i do that during the week and then still hit the long run on and bikes on the weekends apologies for the long email yeah and as you can say you should apologize for that long email uh because as you can tell i really suck reading out loud i read a lot generally and it's all in my head so when i start reading out loud even though my whole podcast is based on me reading people's questions out loud i just suck balls at it it's just but i humble and oh not humble i stumbled my way through it and but we got there so there's many things going through my little head on this question so the first up um I don't think you've got the enough miles in the in the in the body for a seventy point three to increase intensity yet, just from what I read. If um, if you know you you would have heard me say it in those some episodes, you've got to get that volume in through the volume you get your recovery in through. Once you get those two things right, you can then start adding intensity. I don't think you've got those two things right just yet um that long ride you need to be making 60 miles um every you know preferably most weekends most saturdays um 60 miles at least and and that long run you really need that long run to about two hours um every week week in week out at a just a good moderate level moderate pace um we'll go into heart rate in a minute but so we'll just talk you know for the people that um, one of my moderate rates i work on that whole um the triple m zone lists um you know, easy moderate medium mad so easy is definitely easy moderate is your all day effort so you should be able to hold you should be able to breathe through your nose the entire time and you could probably hold a, a it's your all day pace you should be it's just a nice easy all day pace you should be able to quite comfortably hold a conversation without being out of breath medium is whatever the duration or distance you're covering it should be hard but manageable and then mad should be as hard or as fast as possible without compromising your technique and i can't illustrate that last bit enough you can't compromise your technique so if you have let's say um 200 meters mad for instance you're that's not 200 meter sprint because that's not your normal run technique you know you don't naturally sprint a marathon 
so <laughs> you may try to sprint a marathon keeping up with the elites but you're not going to get far so your natural running technique it's as fast as possible while keeping that technique as soon as it's compromised in any way you need to back the pace off so so that's the the triple m zones i'm a big fan of it so what i would recommend you do does it say how many how much your long run is oh seven miles um yeah i'd be bumping that up to two hours so what i would look at doing um because time's against you you've only got 14 weeks to your 70.3 um i would look at doing two this sunday i would look at just running going out for two hours on the dot and i'd do it as eight minutes of running two minutes of walking eight minutes of running two minutes of walking for the entire eight minutes that's also going to help keep your heart rate under somewhat of control but we will go back to heart rate in a minute um it, it really you're you're at the stage where um i would dare say until six weeks out i'd almost be saying main sets uh, overrated so i'd be keeping just about most of that aerobic um and i'd be looking at one of those bike rides through the weekday um i'd be looking at doing low cadence work for on one of those bike rides through the weekdays to try and build some extra strength up as well you could um instead you know starting off with four times four minutes with a, a low cadence and then you're slowly building up so by six weeks out you you might be at three times 20 minutes or two times 20 minutes at um, a low cadence and, and j- just to help build that bike bike strength um but uh, you know it doesn't say so so we'll get we'll t- talk a bit about heart rate here so what um have are your zones correct uh, how did you come up with these um zones or are you just letting garmin work its thing work its algorithm um just to i'm just trying to work out um you're doing your most of your runs in zone four that's you know that's threshold so yeah it's way too hard so i I wonder if your heart rate if if the zones are correct um and so it may pay to to do an actual see it's it's tough because a lot of these threshold uh, it, it becomes riskier with doing uh, max intervals uh, or you know trying to find your max heart rate on the run on the bike it's easy you can just do um, you know a good warm-up three minute um, three minute max effort one minute easy one minute max effort and you're generally going to get your max heart rate in that one minute effort um, is it similar to the run you could do um, two times three minutes max effort yeah, but it's it's it has that element of risk to it, especially if you've been doing most of your runs um, lower, you know, lower intensity. So, for argument's sake, I, I would dare say I would because you're 14 weeks out. I would collect the data as much data as you can, but I would just be purely training, not off heart rate. Now, um, I'd be monitoring it. I'd be analysing it after every session. If, you know, definitely do that. But I'd be training to the moderate, medium, mad 
I wouldn't be on the run. I probably would be running into going into the seventy point three without ever doing a single mad interval. Um, I probably wouldn't be doing any medium. Oh, cancel that. What I I would probably um, now I'm just thinking I would probably keep all my runs moderate, but twice a week just add a few strides into your runs. So maybe starting off with six times fifteen seconds. Um, at a me- medium effort, um, so we're, we're talking what you'd do a 5k run race in, um, just for 15 seconds, and then just back it right off for another minute and another 15 seconds. So just run like 20 30 minutes, add five six um strides in. So I'd be doing that twice a week, um, but when you 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 just, you, I just think you need to get more volume in on that long bike, that long run, and then through the weekday have everything complementing that, um, maintaining and and help help drive drive that fitness level further up. As for VO two, I don't think you know if most of your training's been lower intensity, it takes a while for that to to increase. You either have to um, really increase the volume to see it increase or you actually start having to do more threshold and vo2 max sessions you didn't say what your vo2 was so um i can't really comment i'm just going off what you said here so it, it and it depends what where you're running to if you're running trails for instance um your vo2 isn't going to be accurate on on garmin if it's more road based it's then it's it gets pretty close a lot closer than than not um where else didn't you haven't said anything about swimming yet so i'm assuming you're you're doing swimming and i'd be getting you know just don't swim you know the 70.3 swims you know 1.9 k's but don't just stop at 2 k's you you want to swim over because when in race you got the high intensity you've got everything going all at the exact same time you really want to over over volume all three really as, as if possible um now resting heart rate you see it's dropped the resting heart rate it's a it's a funny one because you can manipulate the crap out of this if you've got a wearable and it's tracking it through the night that's probably more accurate than waking up and then having a look at what it is because you can do some breathing exercise My, my resting heart rate might be 52 beats a minute but i'll wake up and then i can start you know really relaxing and just slow my breathing down and all of a sudden it's sitting at 44 beats <laughs> just just in a space of a minute sort of thing so it, it's okay it's it's one of those numbers you, you look at but you don't put a hell of a lot of value had a lot of value into it unless that number's really high um and if you're monitoring hrv at the same time you you ideally you know you want your hrv high your heart rate low as low as possible and you want to keep that you know consistently week in week out day in day out uh, and then when you start seeing your hrv drop and your um, resting heart rate increase that's when it's time to either have a rest day or back back it right off and just do a nice easy recovery day but anyway um so there was something else i was reading here where was it I will say this, after the 70.3, I would spend a significant amount of time training at math um, for both bike and run. 
It's funny, I've, I've actually got, I had a, an athlete sign up a month or so ago to, to have been coaching. He lasted two weeks and he, he left. And I kind of, he, 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 he says he wasn't ready for the, the structured kind of training. And I, I think he, he wanted a little bit more excitement in his training. But it was clear as day what he needed to do because he was um, aerobically unfit. Um, he, I, but if and we did this thing. He had a power meter and a heart rate. But I, I said, well, I just want you to ride to your pe- um, heart rate to a, a set amount of. Uh, I gave him the heart rate number, and we'd see his power drop throughout the session. And I said, yeah, we're, we're on the right track. We're going to see significant improvements over um, weeks of doing this. Um, you know, you're not training the power, you're going to be training the heart rate for a while until we start seeing a beautiful straight line across for both heart rate and power um, where, where there's no, you know, we're not going to see a drop in anything and it just, it's not what he wanted um, so so he left, which is, you know, fair enough but it, to me, he's, he's left huge gains on the table by not focusing on um, some aerobic fitness but which is, I also have two athletes doing something similar, to training more to um, heart rate on the bike than power, even though they've got power meters. Um, but I would be looking at doing math training, both bike and run, and um, I would be spending a significant amount of time becoming aerobically fit. Um, that's where I'd be spending my time after this 70.3. But before the 70.3... I would collect the data as you're going, um, taking notes. If you haven't got a proper training log and not just running off um, um, Garmin training log, I'd actually get a, a training log. This, you know, use Final Surge as free for athletes or today's plan or training peaks or what, whatever, um, whatever you want. And so just start collecting as much data as you can, and that will start. You'll start forming a, a blueprint of what's going to be working, what's not going to be working, and then it makes future races easier. But for the lead up to this race, I'd be for, until at least six weeks out. I would be keeping, you know, be just facing for the entire build up. I'd be just doing the. Easy, easy, moderate, medium, mad. I'd be working on those zones. I'd be focusing just purely on building aerobic volume until at least six weeks out from your seventy point three. Then you can come up to, um, you know, view everything, see where you're at, see um, what needs to happen from there over the next six weeks. So whether you can start adding intensity from that point or do you need to keep on increasing the volume. But the most important thing now is uh, more volume. For, for, you need to spend a lot more time, um, especially on your long bike ride, your long run, and make sure I wouldn't be, you know, knocking around too too much through the week. That'd be it'd be business, getting getting as much volume as you can. So and then and as I said to this um, athlete that left um, a couple of weeks back, um, when, when you know. When your heart rate and your power starts to in, to line up beautifully, we've then got to change the stress level within your training. We either need to. I, I told him this when he when he says he's leaving. I said, "You continue with this training because you will, you know, do it yourself. Um, but continue with this training. 
when you start seeing your heart rate and your power lines, you know, beautifully lined lined across each other, you will then need to start change the stresses. So you even need to increase volume at the same inten- same intensity, same heart rate, or you need to j- increase intensity levels. But you will need to change your stresses. But that would be the indication on when to change. So if you, I don't know if you've got a power meter or not, but I don't think you do from me guessing here um but i'd be just keeping a good track on uh, um your performance uh, monitoring it and and then you can make adjustments but i'd be looking from now to six weeks out let's build good solid aerobic volume and that will will see your uh, finish the 70.3 a lot more comfortable than you than if you started doing more um, and let's face it, I could say, oh, you need to be doing more threshold work in now. You can just start doing this and this and this. This will lead up to the race. But during this race, if you start fatiguing, you're going to be back to just cycling and riding at a moderate level anyway. So you're better off doing that now because you, you're probably – very good chance you might be doing that during the race anyway. So it'd be, it'd be almost like a race intensity. Um, it, it, could, it could be. So I think I've gibbered on enough. I, I hope all the best with it. Get to six weeks. Send me another email to, to explain where everything is at and then we can guide you from there. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, here we